Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of Elevate with MSWAF. I'm your host, Emily Swaffield, and this podcast is all about getting raw and real about what it really takes to get to where you want to be and elevate in all areas of your life. If you haven't done so yet, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss when a new episode drops. And if you like what you hear, please share the love, leave me a review and connect with me on Instagram where you can find me at mswaff, E-M-S-W-A-F-F. Reach out and tell me what you're loving or what topics you want to hear more about and just know that I am so grateful to have you listening in so we can go on this journey together. So let's dive in. Hey guys, so welcome back to episode two. First of all, I just want to say the most enormous thank you to everyone for your support. I was honestly blown away by so many of you reaching out to me, sending me DMs, um, just, yeah, thanking me for the first episode. Uh, It means a lot. Honestly, it really does. So I just wanted to say a massive thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about what I feel is really the starting point to making positive changes in your life. Whether you're in a position where you need to make some big changes and you don't like the direction your life is currently going in, or whether it's something simple, like just wanting to make some positive changes in your lifestyle, like, you know, adopting a healthier lifestyle through eating healthier or doing more exercise, this is going to apply to all of it. Okay. And if you listened to the first episode last week, you would have heard me stress at the end that the first step to taking control and moving your life in the direction that you want to go in is really taking ownership and responsibility over your life and your actions. So let's take an example. If you say you want to lose weight, so you're currently overweight, you're heavier than you'd like to be, and you're just not in shape because you've not been working out or looking after your physical, you know, your physical body. Now, this is where you have to ask yourself the question, you know, who's responsible for you being overweight and out of shape? You are. Did someone else tell you or make you eat the pizza followed by the tub of Ben and Jerry's when you weren't hungry anymore? Did someone else tell you not to go for that run and stay home and watch Netflix on the couch instead? Of course not. Like you and only you made the decision that you wanted to have that pizza. You wanted to have that extra tub of Ben and Jerry's. And look, don't get me wrong. I love a good pizza and I'm a huge fan of ice cream. It's one of my favorite treats, but you know, in moderation, um, you know, I'm talking about excessively here. So once you can fully accept and come to terms with the fact that your life right now everything in it from your body, your fitness level, how much money is in your bank account, your relationships, your career, everything that is the way it is for you right now is a direct result of the daily habits and actions that you've taken up until this point in your life. Now, for some of you, that might be a hard pill to swallow, bit of a love punch because you're thinking, well, hang on, it wasn't my fault that my boyfriend broke up with me or it wasn't my fault that I got laid off, which resulted in me using up all my savings. It wasn't my fault I you know, hate to exercise and therefore I'm you know, unfit. Let me tell you right now, the minute you decide to take full ownership and responsibility of your life and your actions oh my gosh, you have the potential to completely change your entire world. Like if you get this, this is huge. Because here's the thing, if your current circumstances you know, in life are a direct result of the choices that you've been making up until this point, guess who has control over the choices that you make from today? You do. So that's the best part about all this. You have full control over where you go from here. You want different results? 
Start making different choices. You want to lose weight? Start creating better daily habits that are going to result in you losing weight. Now, I know firsthand that it's not always as simple as saying, Emily, put the ice cream back in the freezer. You've already had a serving and you're not hungry. Look, when it comes to emotional eating in particular, trust me, I know from experience that it often goes a lot deeper than just saying, you know, put the tub of ice cream down. You've got to work through whatever pain or healing that you need to do to break those recurring patterns and those self-sabotaging habits. But let me take it back to it. Guess who has the power to make that decision, to do the healing, to do the work? You do. You're the person that decides, do I want to stay here? Do I want to stay stuck and feeling crappy and sorry for myself? Or do I want to make the decision to do something about it? So once you've made the decision, you're ready and you're wanting to make positive changes in whatever area in your life it is that you're, you know, you want to focus on changing and you've taken full responsibility that it's on you, nobody else, you're in the driving seat here. The next step is to get super clear on what it is you actually want. And I think I'm going to have to do a whole separate episode on vision and goal setting and all of that because it really is a whole episode in itself. But here's the thing. You can blame or try to justify, make excuses and all that stuff. By the way, excuses are so unsexy. (laughs) You can do all that and come up with all the reasons as to why you aren't where you want to be in life. Blame other people or blame, you know, situations Or you can say, okay, I am where I am because of the choices I've made up until this point, but today's the day I'm going to start making different choices. Today's the day where I start making better choices. Today's the day where I start making choices that actually serve me and take me closer to where I want to go, not further away. So if we have this kind of power to literally, you know, change our lives in that sense, make positive changes, go after all the things that we want in life, why isn't everyone doing that? (laughs) You know, why isn't everyone successful? Why isn't everyone crushing it and getting everything they want in life? And the answer to this, you guys, is simply that most people are just not willing to do what it takes. You see, the easiest part of all of this is making the decision that you're ready to level up. You're ready to make positive changes. The hardest part is actually following through with it and doing the work. I mean, how many times has New Year's Eve rolled around and you've had that talk with yourself? Right. This is the year I'm going to get my shit together. This is the year I'm going to get fit. I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to make more money. I'm going to start the business. I'm going to attract my dream partner, get that promotion. And then by the time the 15th of January comes around, 99% of people have given up on their goals already. They've not had the stamina to stick it out. They've not had the mental willpower to keep working at making the positive changes because it's not easy. Here's the thing, guys. Change doesn't happen overnight, nor does success in anything. You've got to work hard at it every single day. And those sometimes small little choices that you make literally every day that might seem trivial, like whether to have that nutritional meal over takeout or whether to hit the gym or go for a run over staying on the couch, watching, I don't know, Sex in the City, whether to come home from a long day at the office to then work on your side hustle or your business rather than, you know, scrolling aimlessly on, on social media for hours. Imagine that there were two versions of you, okay, right? 
Every time you had to make these little daily decisions, whether to go for the healthier option or to hit the gym or work on your side hustle or business, say version one made those choices. And then the other version, version two, chose the instant gratification. You know, let's just get takeout. It's easier. Do you know what? I'm a little feeling a little lazy. I'm going to watch Netflix instead. You know what? I'm just going to, I'm just so tired. I'm just going to scroll on TikTok for the next couple of hours. Because really, what difference is that going to make? That's what the voice in your head tells you, right? Well, if the version of you made the better choices every day and the other version made the poor choices every day, you know what? In a few weeks time, honestly, you're not going to see much of a difference. Maybe even a couple of months time, you won't even see much of a difference. But six months from now, a year from now, two years from now, the version of you that made the poor choices, the easy choices every day is going to be in the exact same place, having made no progress, no positive changes. And the version of you that made the hard choices that knew were going to serve you in the long run, that version is reaping the rewards of a healthier mind, a healthier and fitter body, a wealthier bank account. You see, it's the small choices that we make that are so easy to make and not to make that we do every single day consistently over time that add up to change. And most people aren't willing to wait it out. They just give up too soon. They don't see results quick enough. So they say, what's the point? Too many people are focused on instant gratification over trusting the process and developing discipline. Because, you know, discipline is like a muscle, you guys. You develop it. You're not born with discipline as a baby. You develop it. And there's a great saying, you know, suffer the pain of regret or suffer the pain of discipline. The choice is yours. And discipline is a big part of what will help you take control of your life in the direction that you want it to go in. So one thing that's really helped me become more disciplined, which hopefully sharing with you guys, it might help some of you. Um, it's when I'm, you know, when I'm not feeling motivated, okay? Because we all know motivation, you know, does not last. <laughs> um, you know, when you're in those situations where you're feeling tired or you just, you, you know, you know what you need to do, but you really don't feel like doing it, okay? The last thing you want to do is work out or cook a healthy meal or work, your, work on your business or side hustle or whatever it is, work towards whatever goals it is that you have. When I face that little voice in my head that says, come on, Em, you're feeling a little tired. Why don't you just chill for the afternoon and you can catch up on all that tomorrow. You can jump back on the bandwagon tomorrow. You know what I say to myself every time? What do I want most? Because if you fall into the trap of tomorrow, next week, next month, I'm sorry, it's never going to happen. You've got to decide between what you want most or what you want now. Because what I want now in the moment, if I'm tired and I don't feel like doing what I know I need to do, you know what? (laughs) Of course, I want to bop on, you know, one of my favorite shows on Netflix or go have a little snooze or just chill and not do what I need to do, right? But what I want most is to keep growing my business, to, you know, keep my fitness levels up, keep looking after my body and staying healthy, keep working on myself daily. So in those times when you're faced with wanting to skip out on what you know you should be doing, you've got to ask yourself the question, what do I want most? And decide between what you want most versus what you want now. And the answer will be there. And I get it, you know, it can be really hard making changes, starting new habits, building discipline. So I wanted to share some more tips with you guys that I personally use and I find um, they've been really helpful for me. Okay, so 
Once you've made the decision on what it is you want to achieve, you know, what direction you're going in, you have that conversation with yourself that you accept success is on you, right? Whether you achieve your goals or not, it's totally on you. Then you set yourself a 90 day target. Okay. Now hear me out. You'll hear people say that it takes 21 days to form a habit. And that actually comes from an old school book called Psycho-Cybernetics. It was a book published back in 1960 by Dr. Maxwell Maltz. And Basically, from observing his patients, he he said that it tends to show that it requires a minimum of about 21 days for an old mental image to dissolve into a new one, okay? But recent studies have actually concluded that on average, it takes 66 days or at least two months for a new behavior to become automatic, which is what you really want, right? Like I feel, you know, um, for me, areas that I've totally mastered this, where it just becomes like, I'll do something on autopilot is exercise. You know, there was a time in my life where I would really have to force myself to exercise. You know, when you fall out of your gym routine and then you're like, okay, I need to get back into, you know, hitting the gym regularly. And those first, you know, few weeks, first few months, they're like, you really got to like, you know, work hard at getting yourself there, but then it just becomes a part of your routine. It becomes a habit, right? It becomes a a behavior that you just go without having that mental battle. That's what exercise is like for me. You know, I just work out um, five or so times a week and I kind of just do that on autopilot. I don't have to have the mental battle like, come on, Em, you should really work out. I just do it. So, what, what I want you to do is I want you to make yourself a little tracker, okay? And you can do this, have it on your phone, like, I don't know, print something out on, on paper and have it on your wall, put it on your um, fridge. I have personally have a, a massive whiteboard in my office and I have my 90-day my tracker up there, okay? And what I want you to do is put a star around day 21, day 66, and day 90, And then that's going to help you build the discipline to do the things that are going to serve you and help you get closer to where you want to be, whether that's health-wise, fitness, financially, it doesn't matter. Get clear on what it is you want, set the goal, but you've got to track it because otherwise you're going to get all excited and you've got this vision and, you know, you know what your goal is. And then, you know, two weeks in or whatever, it's just not, you know, it's, it's fallen to the wayside. So when you have a tracker and you actually track your progress, it's constantly reminding you every day when you have to go like tick it off or if you haven't done what you know you need to do today, then you're like, damn, I need to go and do that so I can tick it off on my tracker. And the reason why I recommend putting a star around day 21, 66, 90 is these are those kind of like achievable milestones that you can reach along the way and reward yourself. You know, you're starting out on day one, day 21 is not that far away. Whereas day 90 can be like, oh man, that's, you know, that's a couple of months away. Um, so I highly recommend doing that because that's something that really helps me. Okay. Um, And another tip I'm going to add in here is don't beat yourself up if you slip up. Okay. You're not looking for perfection here. You're looking to create positive change. And there's going to be times when you fall short of, you know, for whatever reason, or maybe you need to course correct somewhere along the way because you actually realize you want to head in a slightly different direction. That's all okay. The sooner you fall in love with the journey and fall in love with the growth, you know, the easier it's going to be. And the sooner you'll realize that perfection is not what you're striving for here. 
you know, actually I was on a coaching call recently uh, and I remember saying to the person I was coaching to embrace the fact that growth is painful. You know, think of it like growing pains. There's a reason why the word pain is in there. When you go through seasons of growth like this, it's going to be uncomfortable and it's going to be painful at times. But you know what? That is what makes success, you know, when you achieve your goals, all the more sweeter and so much more rewarding because of the work that you've had to put in to get there. All right. And, you know, I was thinking back to what I could cover in this episode and I was reflecting on times in my life when I've really had to make those difficult decisions to take ownership, you know, and have that conversation with myself that, you know, the reality is no one else is going to change my situation but me. And probably the most recent example is my move back to Australia. You know, I found myself uh, heading back to a pretty dark place last year when we were experiencing months on end of lockdown in the UK Um, and the long winter there in lockdown, no sun, freezing cold. I don't really like the cold unless I'm in the snow. I'm not a huge fan of freezing cold weather. And look, winters in the UK, um, very different to winter in Australia, certainly uh, winter in Sydney, that is. But, you know, getting dark at 3 p.m., I I just found myself, like, you know, slipping back, I'll be honest, into a bit of a depression. And I was able to have that hard conversation with myself and ask, right, well, what can I do to change this? This is not the direction I want to be going in right now. And, you know, what's in my control that I can take action and, and do something to get me out of this situation? Because there were a lot of things that were not in my control, you know, whether the UK government was going to end lockdown so that I could travel someplace sunny and warm. You know, I love to travel. So not being able to travel was really hard. I had no control over being able to socialize and see friends and, you know, all that stuff was out of my control. But what was in my control was the ability to make the decision to move our life to Australia. You know, my family live, a lot of my friends still are, you know, it's warm and sunny most of the year round. And at that point in time, you know, Sydney had not really experienced crazy long lockdowns, um, although we're in one right now. And life pretty much was close to normal when we uh, moved back to Australia. And trust me when I say that making that move was far from simple. You know, it was extremely stressful and challenging, even just trying to get flights, you know, and my heart goes out to the people that are still stranded and, you know, not being able to get back to Australia um, for whatever reason, you know, because Australia has had its borders closed for so long and, you know, having to apply for an exemption. So Chris could even enter the country with me and then, you know, thousands of dollars worth of hotel quarantine you know, when you, when you actually arrive in the country. So moving halfway around the world is stressful, right? Let alone doing it in the middle of a global pandemic. But I knew that if I stayed in the UK, that wasn't going to serve me. I needed to make the tough decision to come home to Australia. So rather than blaming or trying to justify why, you know, I wasn't in a great place, I took responsibility and ownership over the situation and moved my life to Australia. And you know what? I can say, despite being in lockdown right now as I'm recording this, I'm so happy here and I really am in such a great place. And it was 100% the right decision for me to do, despite not being an easy one to make. Um, And I do miss, you know, a lot of my team are in the UK and friends and family, Chris's family are back in Europe. You know, I, I like it was hard to leave, but, you know, that decision only came about from me taking responsibility for the situation that I was in and realizing that nothing was going to change if I didn't make a change myself. So I want to close this episode out with a quote from one of my big inspirations in life, Oprah, <laughs> um, of course. And, you know, she says this, You are responsible for your life 
And if you're sitting around waiting on somebody to save you, to fix you, or even help you, you are wasting your time because only you have the power to take responsibility, to move your life forward. And the sooner you get that, the sooner your life gets into gear. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope this has helped you guys you know, think about taking responsibility for perhaps some of the things in life that haven't gone your way. So you can take action to do something about it or change, you know, make some positive changes in your life uh, in areas that you want to do so. So let me know how you get on, tag me in your stories, get those trackers going and please share the love. If you've got something from this episode, um, please, you know, tag me, share it on your stories. I so appreciate that. Uh, I love you guys so much. I'm so grateful for you listening in and I'll see you next week. 